Hello and welcome to the Hallelujah Podcast. I'm your host, Grace, and I'm beyond excited to have you here today. At Hallelujah, my mission is to provide a space where you can grow in your faith, be encouraged, and gain an understanding of God's word. In our episode today, we are talking about the beautiful topic of hope. And this was one that I wanted to speak about probably a few months ago. And I was looking back through old notes that I'd made about episode ideas and and what the Lord had really put on my heart to speak about. And I saw the topic of hope and I just thought, yep, that's it. That is the one for this week. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk today about hope. And I am titling the episode, The Shining Light of Hope in a Dark World. So we're going to talk about what is hope, what the world says about it, or what modern psychology says, what the Bible says, why we need it, and some things to do if you don't have hope as well. So I hope that this episode will be an encouragement to you. And yeah, let's just get straight into this episode. First of all, we're going to talk about what is hope. And by definition, hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. To be hopeful is to have that optimistic point of view where you believe something that good will happen, even if you can't see it right now. And a few quotes that I found about hope that I really liked was, hope is being able to see that there is a light despite all of the darkness. And then another one that said, we must accept finite disappointment but never lose infinite hope. We see that hope is something that can anchor us or give us that real excitement and expectancy for the future, even from people who don't know Jesus. But how much more hope do we have as Christians and as people who who love Jesus, who follow him and who have that really deep and intimate relationship with him? And even if the world can see that we need hope, how much more do we have and how much more should we able be able to show that to the world, especially in the times that we're living in? In terms of what the Bible says about hope as well, there are a few short verses that I want to go through today that that really talk about the, the essence of hope that we have. And the first one here, and this has been such a foundational verse for my life over the past few years, especially serving in church and, and growing in my faith but it's found in Isaiah 40, 31, and many of you will know this, but it says, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And I love what this verse says here about hoping in the Lord, right? It says it, it's showing us that we can trust his character, that we can trust who he is and what he's going to do. And we can live expectantly for, for what is coming in the future as well. And then it talks about, it says they as well. So it says it, it's speaking about those who, who hope in the Lord. And it says they will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And I think this is something that we all need for sure, you know, to be able to run and not grow weary. That's just not something that often we can really experience in in life, in the world that we live in. Just with discouragement, sometimes looking around, you know, looking around at our current situations, it it may be that work is not going how you want. It could be relationships, family, friends, whatever that is or whatever that situation is in your life where you do feel hopeless about it or it's it's not maybe looking like looking like what you wanted it to. I think this is a really beautiful verse that we can come back to because it's talking about hoping in the Lord 
And when we can hope in in him and we can hope in God, then we can run and not grow weary and walk and not be faint. Another beautiful verse that many of you will know as well, and I've discussed in many episodes, is Jeremiah 29, 11. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And again, this is just another beautiful verse because we see we see God's character and his nature here. We see that he has a plan for us to give us hope and a future. It is not a plan that says everything will be okay all the time and, and we'll get into more about hope in a minute too. But he, he has a plan for you and for me and for our lives that will give us hope and a future. And we do have the, the beautiful assurance of our salvation through Jesus and just the, the hope and, and that eternal perspective that we have through Christ. And yeah, even just little things like the, the plan that he has for your, for your work, your friendships, your, your marriage, your church life, your ministry, all of that. The Lord has planned that out and he has planned those steps. He knows the the very, very first millisecond from even before you were conceived until your very last day. So he, he has that hope and that future for you. So I think that's a really beautiful one as well that we can look to in many more verses on on hope, which we will go through as we progress through this episode as well. However, I also want to talk about why we need hope. Because we've spoken a lot about hope here and it sounds like it, it's something pretty nice, right? Like having that expectancy for good things to happen in the future. That sounds pretty nice, but I want to go through some practical reasons about why we actually need hope. Even external from the Bible and God, modern psychology says that hope reduces feelings of hopelessness, of course. It increases happiness, it reduces stress, and it improves our quality of life. Having hope helps us to manage the the stress or the situations that we're in right now, whether the situations we have are good, bad, maybe somewhere in the middle. It just helps us manage any of those, the times or or the 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 seasons that we're in, and it also just helps us to cope with adversity as it comes up, because we know that not every day is going to be perfect. And and sometimes if we just spend all of our time or focus and attention just looking at the right now we can start to lose hope because we don't we don't see that hope and that future that we have and without hope we just have no way of looking into the future with expectancy and with a, a glad heart that something will turn out well to be hopeless is just to be in a a feeling or state of despair that there is nothing good that there is nothing to look into and often we can see that linked with people who really do struggle from anxiety or depression. And, and often we see them, it's in the situations that they're in. And you know, this is something that I struggled with for years and years of my life, pre, pre-Christian days, because I didn't have that hope. I didn't have anything to look forward to in the future with expectancy that it would be good. All I saw was my my current situation, my current whether it was things financially, with work, with family, friends, boyfriends, whatever it was, I just didn't have that that hope and that expectancy for the future. One organization says that feelings of hopelessness can often lead an individual to lose interest in important objects, activities, events, or people. And again, this is something that we see a lot when uh, when psychologists or doctors are 
diagnosing depression. It, it's often losing the, the love for the things that you once had. And so just someone who has become hopeless may longer value things that were once important, whether that is family, friends, just the activities that you love to do. If you find yourself losing the losing the love for that and just feeling like you're in a state of despair and anguish, it it could mean that you don't have you don't have hope. You don't have anything in the future to look forward to with expectancy, or you don't have have the expectancy that the future will be good at all. One verse that I really love is John 16:33. And I was reminded of this one when I was going through to do some research about what psychologists say about hopelessness. And it says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And I think this verse is so beautiful because, you know, we're we're never promised that everything in life will be perfect and sunshine and rainbows. It does say that, that we will have trouble in the world, but the beauty is that this Bible verse promises that in me, so it says in Jesus, we can have peace. And even though we will have trouble, it says, take heart, I have overcome the world. So again, mm-hmm. we have that that beautiful knowledge of, of what Jesus did for us, and we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit as well. But we can see that through Jesus, we can have that hope because he has overcome the world. So hope builds our faith as well because it implies that there is a possibility of a future that is good, that is better, that's exciting, that is joyful, and it's something to really bring us happiness. I see it as having more of an eternal perspective rather than a perspective where we're just looking at the right now. Another verse that I love can be found in Colossians 3, 1 to 2, and it says, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. And this is what I touched on a little bit before as well, but I think to to have hope and to live in the fullness of, of, of Christ that we that we can have as Christians is to have that heavenly perspective. It's not to look at our current situation on earth and, and whatever we're going through. It's to see and acknowledge what Jesus has done and how that gives us hope. It's to acknowledge the situation, you know, that we're going through and and we will have trouble in life. We will have financial problems, marital problems, relationship problems, strife with friends or family. Not everything is going to be perfect, but to have that that hope is to acknowledge the situation that we're in to go, okay, this is happening, but let's look forward and and let's let's use and and seek God in this situation to to come out the other side, but also to ultimately just know that we have hope for the future, even if we can't see it right now. And for the next few minutes, I just want to talk about why I have hope. And as I touched on a little bit before as well, it's not something that I would say I've always had. I went through a really long season in my life, probably the best part of 10 years where I just, I really had those feelings of of dread and despair and loneliness and hopelessness. And I just didn't have anything to, to anchor, to, to calm, to calm my soul. Really. I think that's what it was. It was just, it was living in a state of, 
not knowing what the future held, not having a, a hope and a positive outlook on the future as well. And just really being consumed with my current situation and, and what I could see. But as I, as I went through life and, you know, experienced all, all the up, all the ups and the downs, um, particularly when I, when I was, when I wasn't walking with the Lord, when I came back, it was, you know, and some of you may have experienced this as well, but, but when you, when you come back and when you come home, when you come home to God and, and you know, you, does that make sense? You, it's like, you're just, you're home. You're, there's something, it's like, we all have a God. Um, some people say we all have a God sized, like hole, hole in our hearts. And when we, when we have Christ, when we have Jesus, we are, we are home, we are whole and we have hope. So that is really what I want to say to people and, and why I have hope. It's because I have Jesus and it is, it is something that is accessible and available for all of us. The beautiful free gift of salvation is, is something that, that God gave everyone in the world. And in Jesus, we, we have a hope and a future, and it is that assurance of salvation and an eternity with Christ in heaven. To have hope in this world is to know that this world is is perishing, that it is not eternal, but we have an eternal hope and future with Jesus in in heaven. And this this life that we live, you know, it's a little blip in the in the grand scheme of things. And I guess the reality is as well that we we as Christians have hope for the future because we know that we will be seated and, and spending eternity with Christ. But on the flip side as well, we we know that the Bible is very clear about the eternal eternal place that people who who don't believe in Jesus will go as well. So we all have eternity to look forward to and and a judgment coming, but it's that assurance of salvation as Christians that gives us hope and expectancy for the future. But for those who aren't walking with God, I think that really is where we can see that lack of hope because what what is there to hope for what is there to hope for in in a good and expectant and joyful heart if it's not god if it's not jesus there is nothing outside of him like all good things come from come from god so i would just encourage you to just have a really good think about you know what what do you hope for what do you see the future as are you like me and you you're a Christian, you know, you have a relationship with God. You, you spend time in, in deep prayer and intimacy and relationship with him. And and you have that hope for the future. Or do you feel like you just have feelings of despair because the only thing you're looking at is your current situation right now. It might be the next five years, the next 10 years, but what after that, what happens when you, what happens when you die? (laughs) What happens when all of your family and friends move away or, or they pass away as well? What are you what are you doing in and what are you seeing in the future as well? And I think that's something that is really important for all of us to ask. But I want to bring us back to scripture in terms of why I have hope as a Christian. And a few verses that I have here as well. So Romans 8, 23 to 25 says not only so but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit groan inwardly as we wait eagerly for our adoption to sonship the redemption of our bodies for in this hope we were saved 
but hope that is seen is no hope at all for who hopes for what they already have. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. So as Christians, we wait expectancy, expectantly for, or we wait patiently for, for the hope that we have in, in Jesus to come. But another verse says, um, 1 Timothy 4.10, it says, For to this end we toil and strive because we have our hope set on the living God who is the saviour of all people, especially those who believe. So in Jesus we have hope, we have a future, and we have that beautiful assurance of, of salvation. And in terms of some other reasons why I have hope as well, I want to bring us back to Scripture, just a few quick verses here that talk about some of the, some of the reasons that we can have hope. One beautiful verse is also found in Jeremiah 17, 7, and it says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. And this reminds me a lot of hope because it's having that confidence in God and who he is in the sacrifice of Jesus and and blessed, it says blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. And Romans 15, 13 is another beautiful one that says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is incredible because the first thing that we see here is it's talking about one of the attributes of God of hope. So it says, may the God of hope and then fill you with all joy and peace. So this is something that we we can have from God, right? It's saying God can fill us with all joy and peace as we trust in him. So there's already a few component, already a few components to this verse. And then from there it goes so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that's beautiful because as Christians, we have the Holy Spirit indwelling inside of us and that that peace, love, joy, patience, hope that we can have, it's all fruit of the Spirit too as we grow and as we walk with God and, and develop in that. Hope is a real outcome of, of being filled with the Holy Spirit. I can personally attest to, to that myself um, for sure. And one last verse in Psalm 62, 5 to 6, it says, Yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. And again, this verse, I think one area that we can really have or lose hope is, is in our soul. And I love that this verse, when it's talking about the soul and if finding rest in God and that hope comes from God, he is our rock and our salvation, which we sure as heck need today. And he is our fortress and we will not be shaken. So even just a few verses here talking about the hope that is God and is found in Jesus and and that's something that I cling to. And my prayer is that that is something that you will explore and cling to as well. For the last little portion of this too, I just want to talk about what to do if you don't have hope, because I never want to leave you in in talking about something. And even for me, you know, like I hope you can look at me and go, that is that is someone who has hope, who has joy. And granted, you know, not not every day is like that. We do all have our down days. And and for the people who are close to me, whether it's at church or family or friends, you'll see me on my bad days too. You'll see me on those days where I'm just in a bit of a mood, in a bit of a funk, whether it's work stuff going on, stuff with family or friends. We all have those days, you know, where we're just not feeling great. But 
but the the underlying thing that I can personally build my life on and and you can too if you do if you if you have Jesus in in your life is to is to have that hope and that joy and just the the peace and the freedom as well that comes from from your identity in Christ in in knowing Christ and and building your building your life on that foundation so anyway i hope that you can look at me as someone who has hope and is hopeful and for anyone who doesn't have that i want you to just my heart is that you will see that and that you will long for that and that you will long to have that too because all that i can do and all that i want to do is point you to is point you to jesus i will never be able to come on here and say that the recipe for me having hope was money and fame and a gorgeous boyfriend and the best job in the world because it's just it's not that i had all of that and and i was lost i was i was despairing i i wasn't happy but it was only when even when i had none of that that i had hope when i had jesus so yeah my heart is um is that you will be able to see that and and want and want to have that too because it is it is there it's it's there and it's accessible for you but what to do when you don't have hope and one scripture that i love and have spoken about in my previous episodes about uh, trial and tribulation is found in Romans 5:20 Romans 5:2-5 which says through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love for us has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And I love that here. It's talking about boasting in the hope of the glory of God, but we also glory in our sufferings. And it's talking about here that that suffering, it produces perseverance. And then that perseverance, it produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And when you don't have hope, I would just encourage you to look to Jesus. Ephesians 2.12 speaks about those without hope when it says, remember that, remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. So friend, if you don't have hope, let me tell you that you need it. You need hope and hope is found in Jesus. So my prayer for this episode is that it will just plant a few little seeds for you about hope and that you will you will genuinely long for it, you will experience it and that you will come to experience and to know God, to know Jesus because that is that is what will give you hope and it's all about having that that eternal perspective. And yeah, let me just tell you that no matter what I go through in life, even when even when stuff is hard and, and I know that there's going to be a lot of things in my life that, that will be hard, but it, it's that hope and it's that eternal perspective for the future that gets you through whatever ups and downs, whatever trials you will go through. So let me pray for you, pray for us to wrap this episode up as well. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a good God and that you give us hope. Thank you, God, for that hope that can be found in Jesus. God, I thank you that you are so good and that you are so faithful. And like Jeremiah 29, 11 says that you have a plan for our life, not to harm us, but to prosper us, to give us hope and a future. God, I just pray for anyone listening to this today who feels like they don't have hope, God. Father, I just pray, Lord God, that that for anyone who does know you, who, who does know Jesus, God, I pray that you would renew that peace and that hope and that joy in their life, Lord God, that they would not focus on any current situations that they're going through, God, but that they would have that eternal perspective and that it would be hope in Jesus that that anchors them, that refreshes them, that refills and, and refuels their soul, Lord God, for what you're calling them to. And God, for anyone who doesn't know Jesus, who doesn't have hope, God, I pray that this episode would just be a seed planted in their heart, Lord God, that you would water. God, I just pray for them, God, that they would come to know you, that they would have soft hearts and eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord God, that that you would soften their hearts to to the gospel, to Jesus, and and that one day they would come to to know him and that that hope for the future would be something that anchors them in, in every season that they have. So, God, I thank you for who you are. Um, I love you. We love you. I thank you for this episode and for everyone listening. And, yeah, I just pray all of that in Jesus' name. Amazing. Well, thank you everyone for tuning into episode 42 of the Hallelujah podcast, having the shining light of hope in a dark world. My hope and prayer is that I will always be able to point you to Jesus and that you'll leave feeling encouraged, equipped, inspired, and ready to go out and be salt and light in this world. Don't forget to follow and leave a rating if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you like this video, comment and say hey, and subscribe to the channel to keep up to date with all of the news, videos, podcasts that I'm putting out. And if you are on Instagram as well and you haven't already followed me at Hallelujah Podcast, make sure you do that too because that'll be my little source of truth for all new episodes, podcast news, and just different bits and pieces as I come on this journey. So thank you everyone for tuning into the Holly podcast and I'll see you all next time.